Oh no, Kyle. It happened again. What happened, Mike? Shrinkage. (laughs) Oh no. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. This is Gayish. Hey, Kyle. What's up? You remember when we were talking about um, murder? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, me too. Um, And uh, I really was like, why do trans people get murdered? Like, yeah. I want to know. I want to know more about that. Yeah. Do you remember the dumb answer I gave? Yeah, it was real dumb. <laughs> I'm gonna guess that this piece of paper you have has a better answer. Has a better. It. Well, it was okay. It wasn't horrible. It, it was okay. It was kind of the best I could come up with. But I, I, in listening to my answer later, hmm. when I was editing, it was like, I I didn't feel like a good. <laughs> come on, me. Come on, Kyle. <laughs> Get it together. from the past. <laughs> I. It, I was stumbling over my words. I didn't have a good answer and I didn't feel like a good ally. That was the biggest thing. It's like, oh, I can, huh. I, I so support trans people. I, they need to have more rights. I want to fight for them. And the fact that I didn't have a great answer to that question, I, it, it made me think I really need to be a better ally to trans people. Huh. And it, it was, it, it made me realize I want to work on that. Well, I, I love everybody equally. Not at all. <laughs> Wait, <what? laughs> I love everybody you, equally. Zero. Oh. <laughs> and I don't, you hate I, everyone I don't, equally. I don't need to work on that. Okay. Well, but you're, you're really you. good at hating everyone. <laughs> Great. Okay. I just, I'm trying to figure out, like, you, you started using the word indignant to describe me here not too long ago. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, it's, it's the adjective I've never known that I needed. Yep. Yeah. Um, okay. So. What's I think most important before I tell you the real answer is that while I really want to be a supporter, an advocate, an ally to the trans community, this should not be your source for trans information. (laughs) Yeah. Because just like if you listen to straight people talking about gay stuff like that, that's great. But that's not the like real source of information. So I started listening to a couple trans podcasts. Okay, so wait, Whoa. hold on. Oh. Uh, uh, you're gonna edit this, right? So I don't have to feel stupid because I, I'm pausing. I'm trying not to edit it too much, but. Oh yeah, okay. Um, we are not. We shouldn't be considered a definitive source of information about trans people. But I'm going to bet you and I, being who we are, no more than lots of our listeners in other parts of the country. Like the fact that I know personally have shook hands with know the names of five trans people in my life. That's five more than I think most people realize or recognize, especially outside of our little liberal bubble of Seattle here. So, I mean, like don't take anything that I say about trans people to the bank, but I do know some and I'm friends with some and I'm aware of their issues. And like, so don't, don't totally discount us, I guess is what I'm saying. Like, like we can't speak for trans people, but we can definitely speak from a position of experience that other people might not have. Yeah, I, I just think it's it's uh, what I really want people to do is actively seek information about trans people. I would love to help guide them to that. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I want to bring up issues they haven't thought about, but not be the definitive source for it. Because that it's not what I want to do and it's not what I think we can do. And I want to bring up trans issues so more people are aware of it, but I, but I want to then get them to the person who knows who has experience. And that's what I think is the best way to be 
more informed, be an ally, you know, all that good stuff. Cause I, yeah, I think there's always going to be a gap between, we can never get there. We will never be trans people. So yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't say never genders fluid. So who knows? But for right now we are not trans people, so we can't. Yeah, so that, that's my only point. Okay. Um, and it, it's interesting because I think a lot of times when you're in the LGBTQ plus umbrella, quote bag, quote bag, fuck that. I hate that. Um, then you are kind of expected to know what all the other things are and speak for them. And no minority needs to be the educator for people that don't know about them, but we have kind of chosen to be a podcast that talks about these kinds of issues. So I feel like it's my responsibility now to kind of like buckle down and learn more about some of the issues about other groups within our umbrella that I don't know as much about. Kyle's going to buckle down. So buckle up. (laughs) This is the opposite of what I usually (laughs) tell everyone. Put on your buckles, everybody. (laughs) And zip them up. Um, So a couple things again, like trying, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about trans things, but a couple podcasts I started listening to um, first is called how to be a girl. (gasps) I love that podcast. Have you listened to it? I've listened to a couple of episodes. It's on my list of things like, you know, how you always have that book that you yep. like, you read the first chapter and you're like, I love this and I'm going to get back to it. And then you don't, but maybe yep. you do someday. Yep. So uh, a lady, she This does, is your crime and punishment? Presto plenia y nakazanya. You said that before and I still... It's crime and punishment in Russian. Oh. Anyway, uh, so lady, she is a single mom here in Seattle. Yeah. And, I'm, and uh, she didn't say, but I'm pretty sure in Capitol Hill. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, but she's kept her identity for her child's sake, I think. Mm-hmm. A secret. A secret. And, uh, but her son said when he was like five or six or three, like really, really young, mommy, three. I'm a girl. Yes. And, and this is about her, their journey together, her journey as a mother and acceptance and trying to, trying to figure all of this out. And her journey as a, um, a, a child who at even at a very very young age f- felt as if they were misgendered at birth and is asserting herself so yeah. It, anyway yeah it was did i say all the things yeah well oh, no you said most of the things i know more than you um yeah you do well i i've so i the, the, like the there's so much interesting about listening to this and one of them was exactly what we're talking about like she knew at a young age that she was a girl and she said, mommy, I want to go back in your tummy because God made a mistake. And I, mm-hmm. and I want to come out like, so we need to fix this. I need, I need to get back in your tummy so that I can be born the right gender, which is a girl. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like, uh, so by the way, I told you that I've had an emotional week. Yeah. I cried on the plane ride home. Yeah. I don't know what podcast people think of me. Cause I feel like I've talked about crying a couple times, but like in general, I, it's not, I don't, that's not. Huh. I was on the plane listening to this podcast yeah. and I started crying. Yeah. And I'd like turned my head and tried to hide it. And like, but I like, there were tears in my eyes because this, it, it, yes, this podcast is incredible. It was nominated for like a Peabody Award. It won a Webby Award. It is, it's this amazing storyteller that includes so much. It's kind of cool the podcast format works so well because you're just hearing a little girl. Like yeah. you, when someone says you're listening to a little girl, you hear a little girl. Yeah. 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 So, it, yeah. so also something 
hilarious that is uh she ended up uh, the the mom who does this got like picked up by npr or something like that and there's like ads just one ad at the very beginning from cupcake royale which is the local seattle cupcake shop and they have <laughs> they have this ad at the beginning that's like cupcake royale cares about gender equality blah 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 <laughs> and then the next line is i wrote it down cupcake royale cares deeply about making the best cupcakes and you're like oh no like you think they're gonna be like cares deeply about making the world and then they're like we care about icing and the best flowers hey icing is fucking important oh don't get me wrong dunkaroos when i was a kid Oh, when you got one of those in your lunch, yeah. fuck, that was a good day. I think you're the one that introduced me to taking Nella wafers and putting icing between them. Like, mm-hmm. like I was probably also the one that introduced you to taking your finger. Yeah. <laughs> and just going in and coming out. And... Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Nutella by the fistful. <laughs> um, so this is like a really well-produced someone who's a great storyteller, all those good things. It sounds like Radio podcast. Lab almost. Yeah. It's, yeah, we don't know who it is, but it sounds like someone in radio. The other podcast I was going to recommend is uh, called Transgeneral. It's on the opposite side. I usually don't like people who are like, we're just going to sit down and talk. And, you know, because you're like, you're <laughs> fucking terrible. Like, your life isn't interesting. But these you're are talking about us. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Grab that wine. Try to wash that pain down. <laughs> mm. Two, no. two idiots sit down with a microphone. No, I feel, well, like we do at least a little bit of like research and have some data. Like, you know, there are some people that are like, I can do a podcast. Uh, like, I have a dog. I'm going to sit down and talk about having a dog. Like, they don't really have a, I know people that are like, we're a group of people. We're going to talk. And you're like, you don't, that's not a podcast. Anyway, but this is so interesting. It's trans people in Australia. Okay. Accents are hot accents that might be a part of it and they just sit down and talk about trans things and it's so interesting to hear both the lingo and the way they talk about things and then also it's great to hear them talk about the video games they like and the food because you're like just another reminder like they're just people that like stuff and talk about stuff like it's (laughs) crazy they don't always just talk about what gender they are um so I I love that I'm a, a few episodes in and and I love it so much. Transgeneral. Tra- Transgeneral. It actually ended, so it's like a sad, you know. Oh, so you can binge it, and there's actually a there's an end in sight. An end in sight. Um, okay. So what I really wanted to talk to you about is murder. Is his murder? You said, why are transgender people murdered so much? Yeah. Yeah. And. It- like just wondering i mean you can listen to the other episode uh everybody uh, my favorite gayish murder for for more of this um but uh i was just really genuinely curious wanting to understand why it is that trans people are just murdered so much like as a percentage they're just getting slaughtered and it's horrible yeah but why is that are these yeah. are these are these mostly wanting to know are these sexual encounters gone awry and that's why it happens or if there's some other you know factor at play so and hit us with the answer, Kyle. The HRC actually, like, <laughs> it's like you asked the question and I gave a, like, m- mediocre response. But, like, the answer obviously is on the internet and the HRC, the Human Rights Campaign, has the answer. Go to, I'll, I'll post this and, and look at this. It's a more robust answer. I'm going to give you my kind of synthesis of the information they posted. I read all the things. It's not they, someone was hooking up with someone and they found out that, they were transgender and murdered them. That okay. is not the answer. 
Um, And when you start to look at why they do get murdered more often, it's like, it just makes so much sense. So I'm going to just tell you in the succession that made sense to me. Um, So first of all, it's, and, and I'm not going to give you all the statistics. They're all the data. They have research and all the data in the HRC document. Um, but, you know, just starting out, transgender people generally have less supportive families. So okay. from the very start, not only do they have less people that are on their side, but they're more likely to be homeless because yeah. they may not have a supportive family and they may not be like they may get so harassed at school for being transgender that they may have to leave school. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, and uh, we should look up the statistic. Fuck. No, I don't like. But they're all the all the data's in HRC. You can find that. But the 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 this huge percentage of homeless youth are LGBT. Yes. Not welcome at their home. Yeah, and like, that yeah. So that's my yes. Yeah, so there's all the data and statistics, and I promise this is true. But you're right. Like, so many homeless people are gay or lesbian and transgender are a higher percentage of that number. And in particular, I'll say for all of this, people of color are an even higher percentage of the transgender numbers or the, yeah. So starting out already facing big challenges growing up as, as a youth. So the next thing is then they are excluded from many services that help people. So one thing that stood out to me is sometimes they're actually denied access to homeless shelters. So oh. think about a homeless now. Because this, they're trans? Be, because they're trans or they're harassed at the homeless shelter because they're trans. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if someone doesn't, their family isn't supportive, they're kicked out of the house, now they're homeless, now they don't have the same access to yeah. Yeah. the shelters that other homeless people have yep um then the next level is that they are denied getting the correct identity gender identity on their yeah identification documents which that sounds like a if you don't think about it that sounds like a more like administrative thing but think about all the things you need your identification for right yeah you need that to this is a stupid example get into bars uh, but like you need that to get a job. I had to just give my passport for this job. You yeah. need it to, you need it to get a house. You need it to like everything you do. Yeah. You need it to get a drive, like to get a driver's license. You need all these documents. And if you don't have, if you have a gender that is not your real gender. And especially if you're appearing, if you're presenting as a gender that doesn't look like what's on your identification they often then don't get to change their gender they get harassed there they get kicked out they can't actually do those things so then they can't go to these other places with the identification that's going to get them the job or house or whatever yep 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 vicious cycle it's and that's exactly what the hrc you know had in there like this just cycle of and so it's really interesting to me now that i think about it why the fuck is our gender on our driver's license? Like, what does a dick or not having a dick or having a vagina or not having a vagina, what does that have to do with driving? That's a, I have never thought about that question. And that's a great question. To me, it seems like something society used to, oh, like, if we're going to categorize this person, 
you know, if we want a cop to be able to be like, is this this person, you know, you want their height and age. And like, you can tell if, you know, 13 versus 80 is so different that those numbers help you figure out, is this the right person? Yeah. So it might be just part of like, that's one of the many pieces of input that helps me figure out, is this the right person? Yeah. But you're so right. Like, why do we care so much about that? Because male or female, like that may help, but it's like, what percentage does that actually help cops figure out if that's who you are? Like if we just erase that from all IDs, like would, would they looking at your drivers? Like when I'm, you know, getting on my flight, if I, if they didn't have my gender there, would they be like, well, this picture's close, yeah, but right. <laughs> you have a little bit longer hair now. No, like it doesn't. Right. Yeah. Why the fuck do we care? Um, so then, I mean, the next step then is there are, I mean, and, you know, kind of already talking about this, just so many public policies about the lack of protection mm-hmm. around like, so not only are they discriminated against by people that own businesses, you know, places to live, but there aren't any public protections for that. So it's not even like they can sue or they have legal recourse or the, the protection for housing and employment isn't there. Yep. Yep. So a lot of people either, and this is part of this cycle, live in poverty. You know, you can't get a job because you can't change your, uh, ID. So you don't have money. So you, so a lot of, um, trans people again higher statistics when it's trans people of color um turn to risky jobs and especially sex work yeah yeah jobs that don't require an id jobs that you'll get paid in cash you know those are the jobs that you have to like how else are you going to live right yeah yeah and those are riskier for your health and safety yeah and then the last step is then when you're in riskier jobs you can't even go to the law enforcement if something happens. Right. Yeah. When, if you go to the police, so many trans people, and again, in particular, trans people of color get faced with discrimination by the police. Yeah. Um, and police aren't always trained in de-escalation techniques or aren't trained in treating everyone regardless of who they are with equality. So like, so they don't feel like they can turn to police. So they're just trapped. Mm. and it's it after reading all this information about what trans people are up against it was like oh of course they face higher levels of murder they have we put them in higher levels of poverty we put we put them at odds with employment and stable housing and they can't go to the police when things go bad like there's so much stacked against them they can't even fucking go to the bathroom jesus we yes and all (laughs) like is if they didn't have enough problems, let's now try to control which fucking bathroom they go into. <laughs> right. Like, as if they need one more thing to worry about. Yeah. yeah. So, um, well, that was super depressing. Yeah. I'm, I'm in, in listening to, um, how to be a girl. Mm-hmm. What the mom in that podcast continually talks about is she's like, I'm so, lucky that my child was born when she was and not even she says it's not even three years earlier yeah 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 because so much progress has been made Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. and they're like the start of 
it's like I, we don't need this to know that trans people are valid and important and real and human and but the beginning of some of these studies that you know in 20 years will prove that when you just affirm the gender they really are they're happier more successful like those yeah. studies yeah. have begun so i know it feels like shit and i don't want to make it just i don't want to be the silver lining person because that doesn't well right but right, right, like right. things i just yeah, what's I don't know what's the right way to do this. Like things are getting better. Like yeah. yeah, but how do you do that without making it sound like brushing off these issues? These are huge issues. Trans people are faced with a lot. Trans people can get through this. There are people out there there are again, like I we're not the source of information. There are podcasts out there you can listen to to feel connected. There are groups get involved in those and and be safe and 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 be careful and and we will support you and fight for you and we love you and we think that you are the gender you are and and you are a normal person just like everyone else that's so sucks that like what why why do we have to tell people like they're okay how they are that shouldn't <laughs> right. like i like <laughs> we are not good people just for saying like yeah yeah you're okay like <laughs> yeah right right fuck yeah all right i made myself sad I'm sorry. And I'm not even fucking, I'm not, I don't deserve any, like, I'm not even transgender. Just like thinking about that makes me really sad. No, I'm sorry that I listened to all of this. <laughs> I am, I'm sorry I said all of it. I were, I, maybe I just, I take it all back. I just. Oh, uh, God. It's not brushing things aside to just say what's true, that things are better than they were three years ago, 10 years ago, 50 years ago. Whether you're talking about trans issues or gay issues or race issues, like, I think it's not only okay, but necessary to say, thank God it's 1957 as much as Republicans want it to be. Fuck, I couldn't get through this podcast without saying something like that. <laughs> Shit ass whore. Um, like we, we've come a long way. We have absolutely come a long way. And there's a long fucking road ahead of us. Yes. And but it's okay to, to recognize that it's better now than it used to be. And to be grateful for that. Cause I think gratitude is really good for the universe. Yeah. And, and, Yes. Recognizing what we have, but also let's like, let's fight for the, these people that are maybe, maybe that's the takeaway is, is there's a group of people that are a small percentage and need us to help them. Yep. They are strong and going to be vocal and they're going to fight for their rights. And, and they, they, that is what, and they're going to get them. I know they are because society is like moves towards good goodness and kindness. I, I truly believe and let's help them. Let's do what we can. Let's listen to their stories and podcasts and interviews and watch them on TV and do all the things that we can and march in rallies that help them. Like mm -hmm. I, I just want to do everything we can to support them in this journey. And if, if there's anything else we can do we want to know about that and, and, and help them. And so maybe this is my call to just like, let's all be better friends and allies of trans people in, in any way we can, because they, they need us. They, as a small minority, any minority needs people that are in the majority to help them with their rights and defend them. And that's how they're going to get them. A rising tide floats all boats. 
So let's be a tsunami of love. <laughs> let's do a tsunami to destroy the hateful village of love. I mean, with love. I don't know. I just, I, I'm trying to find something funny to say. It's, oh, yeah. It's, it's depressing as fuck. Yeah, that's true. Um, every dollar we make on this podcast is going to go to fighting for trans rights meaning where we need a hundred dollars from all trans rights organizations because we're losing money knock knock who's there 9-11 oh okay <laughs> you're doing it wrong uh, so oh, sorry i'm supposed to answer you yes knock, I, knock. no i just got sad okay, okay, okay i got sad after you okay knock knock who's there 9-11 9-11 who you said you'd never forget <laughs> I wonder how good my editing skills are. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Great. (laughs) Well, that's all for this mini episode. It was mini. It was mini. It was an episode. And it was kind of gayish. Yeah. So remember to the three R's, rate, review, and describe. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. And be butch, be fabulous, stay out of the cold water. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye.